All right, welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink. Our score at the end of two periods is UMass 2 and Merrimack 1. Well, very special night here honoring women's hockey and celebrating women's hockey, the Merrimack women's hockey program here at J. Tom Lawler Rink. And joining us finally, we get a chance to talk to Aaron Hamlin, the head coach of the Merrimack women's team. And boy, you've been, you've been tough to find. You've been all over the place, right? Yeah, you know, this is probably uh, the first live Merrimack game I've been to, and I saw them playing in the Frozen Fenway. But this is the first time I've really been here because I've been on the road. Right. So it's been great. It's been phenomenal to be part of the program and part of the school and part of the organization and I'm excited for what we have in store. I want to talk more about how that's been going but first of all you know you're a coach right? You're a hockey coach you want to coach hockey but you, you can't for another year and a half. I mean how tough is that? Yeah it's insane. Um, you know when we put this together we put the proposal it was more about what can we do to put a competitive program out right from the start and not have turnover in our program and so it was the right thing to do to wait but certainly it's hard day to day. We will have some kids on campus next year and we'll be working with them on the skill side of it. So at least I'll get on the ice and I'll be able to kind of get used to the coaching again. It just won't be a full team. Yeah, you have to fill an entire roster here. So, And you've been through this before. You did it at New England and uh, and now you're doing it here at Merrimack. What's that process like? Well, you know, in, at University of New England it was totally different. I had about two months of recruiting left in the season before I had to field an entire team. So it was a different goal in mind. It was fill a roster, try to get it going, get some games going. This is totally different. It's very much about strategy and trying to build a program where you are able to to balance your program over the past the next four years. And uh, I think we're doing a great job of it. I have a, an incredible assistant coach, Brent Hill, and he has been uh, my eyes and ears on the road when I can't be somewhere. So we both have been taken off and going everywhere, but I think very successfully. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how are you guys handling that? Do you, do you go together to some places and, and compare notes and uh, you know see what each of you sees and, and thinks, or do you go to different places? I suppose it's some of both, right? Yeah, it's a little of both. I mean, like the men's assistants, the same boat. You know, you, you kind of hit some things together that are the bigger tournaments, the uh, hundred and some odd teamers, and then uh, for the other weekends, you just go separate and you do what we can. So we're kind of in different directions. Sometimes we pass in the in the office, you know, here and there, and we just communicate on email or whatever else. But it works, and right now it's phenomenal because we're getting a great reception all across the board. I mean, people are excited not about Merrimack hockey as much as just about a new program, and then now bringing Merrimack into it, we're introducing the school as a whole. So it's kind of like our uh, our big, um, you know reveal, in a sense. There's kind of been a resurgence of athletics over the last few years here at Merrimack, and uh, women's athletics has been a, a major part of that, and, and now adding the women's hockey team, uh, I mean, it's, it's a very exciting time. It is an exciting time. I mean, the growth of women's hockey has been phenomenal across the board, so to take women's hockey to another level and have another addition, Penn State added a program a couple years ago, uh, Lindenwood not that long ago, Robert Morris not too long, so there are programs that have now been coming up. I think in this area, it's a long time coming for schools like Merrimack. And, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point Lowell ends a team. You know, it's just the New England area is such a hotbed of hockey that it, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, but I'm thankful that it's coming on board now. I, I wanted to ask you this. I've seen pictures. I don't know if you've heard about it. They're, this is actually not going to be the first time that there's been women's hockey at Merrimack. They, they did have a team in the past. It would have been a club team. But I think you're going back to the 1970s or so. And, and I'm just wondering if you've heard from any of the players from that era. And, I mean... Uh, like I said, it's a different, totally different era and everything, but, but to the best of my knowledge, there was a team here, although it wouldn't have been varsity, wouldn't have been NCAA, but still, there is some somewhat of a tradition there. I have.
haven't yet, but you know, I think I've been a little bit behind the scenes. Um, I've been out in the recruiting world, but I haven't really been as noticeable here. So I think once we get established, and I think I'll start hearing back, and I hope I do, and I would welcome, obviously, any alumni to come back and really support the program. I want to get to know people, and I want the community to really support the program, and I think they will. So I'm, I'm anxious to hear from people like that who have been a part of the tradition of Merrimack women's hockey, even if it was club or whatever else. It doesn't make a difference. It was still women's hockey at Merrimack. And this is a school that, like, I mean, you played at UNH, and, you know, you're, you're from a hockey area, too, in New York, and, and uh, uh, Merrimack's always been a hockey school going back to the 1950s when they started a program, so it's a, it's a hockey-rich area. It is. I mean, I remember, um, you know, I went to UNH, and I came here for one of the men's hockey games at one point, and, you know, the bleacher seating and all the, the older-style rink, and it was so loud and so phenomenal. It was so great to be part of that tradition, even though I was the visiting, a visiting member. So I'm excited because I know that we'll get the support from the community, and I'm excited the support from the program, and it's just so nice to be in a hockey world and uh, and have people around us who know exactly what we're talking about. No kidding. Uh, I mean, we're, we're very excited. I mean, I'm really looking forward to, to I, I hope we get a chance to call some of the games there. I mean, really looking forward to that first game. Talking about games, schedules, have you been involved with that scheduling of, of the hockey schedule? I assume it's going to be, continue to be three games against everybody, which would give you 24 league games, and then you'll be looking for 10 or so non-league games to fill, but uh, how's that going as far as scheduling and teams that you might be looking to bring in here? Yeah, it's going really well, actually. We're already, um, we're probably about two-thirds full as far as our schedule goes right now. We have a couple more additions to make, but um, I think you'll see a, a Western school coming in, hopefully, um, or we'll make the trip out there in year one and then reciprocate year two. Um, we might have a, a team, maybe a Robert Morris or that type of a program. We're going to look to play a couple of ECAC teams. So we're kind of getting a mix from all the leagues, um, hopefully WCHA and CHA, you know, the, all of those schools. So it'll be phenomenal to have the different um, programs come in that maybe don't have men's programs as well. So people will see different schools coming in here. You mentioned Robert Morris, and they just started the program recently, but they've already got a goalie on the on the Olympic team. So that's is that one of the selling points as you talk to players and say, you know, you could go from here to play for the Olympics, whether it's you know whether it's the United States, whether it's Canada. Either way, you know, it's more likely now in women's hockey, I would say, than in men's because of the NHL being involved. That you know you could be playing college hockey and then playing the Olympics. Well, that's our hope. I mean, obviously, we want to recruit future Olympians and and we want to develop future Olympians and so. Our our hope is that we can generate that that type of a, a player, have that player come in. Um, certainly, those players are hard to get, you know, because they're they're blue chippers right off the bat, and you hope that you can get them in your program early. But I think for us, you know, the main focus is, is to get kids who we know are going to be four-year players who are going to be tremendous assets to our program, and whether they're Olympians or not, they're going to give their heart and soul for the program. So that's what our goal is right now. And eventually, I think if we do that and we really build the program the right way down the road, we'll get those Olympians. That's a good segue into my next question, which is what's, what's your recruiting philosophy? What type of player are you looking for? Uh, I, I like the gritty, hard-nosed type of kids. I mean, I'm very competitive, and uh, and I don't like to lose. And I think most coaches are that way, but I really like the competitive, you know, gritty players who are working hard every day, day in and day out. And uh, I love players who have vision for the ice, who really can get their head up and they get the puck and they can see the ice well. You know, there are other factors, the intangibles. I love leaders. I love kids in the locker room that are willing to stand up for their teammates and speak when they can. So there are, there are different 
intangibles that I love, but I think the hard-working, you know, those types of players are really my, my bread and butter. Talking about players, goaltending, you were a goaltender, the best of your era as far as I'm concerned, and uh, uh, I imagine that that's one of the keys as you're looking out, you're going out here and you're looking for players. I mean, you have to have good goaltending, everybody knows that, but I mean, how do you how do you find the right goaltender to, to start off your program with? You know, it's funny, I just heard this comment the other day that, you know, somebody said, yeah, head coaches are the worst at, at, at actually recruiting goalies for some reason. Head coaches who are goalies are worse at recruiting goalies. I think we're, we nitpick, you know, and I want the most of the perfect kid. And what you realize is, you know, there are a lot of perfect kids, and you want the one who's going to stop the puck day in and day out no matter what. Um, we have a, a goalie who's committed, and we're excited about that, and we have a, another goalie who has committed as well. Um, so we have two in the program right now that are firmly committed, and we're waiting on, uh, on a, we're probably going to recruit a third. So we're excited about where we are right now, but certainly goaltending is going to be very important in the early days, especially because I think, you know, shot-wise, we might have a little bit of higher total against us at the start. If I have my way, you know, we'll be competitive off the bat and not have any uh, any problems in net or out. How do you avoid, I guess, getting into the cycle where, you know, you're top-heavy with one class of players, starting off your program, and, you know, you could just bring in all freshmen, but then in four years you got to replace them all. So how do you avoid that? Yeah, it's the golden question. I think everybody, every recruiter walks in the door says the same thing. You know, it's it's kind of it's the strategy. The strategy is really uh, we're looking at taking a significant number of 15, 16 grads because we just don't have a choice. You're going to have to take a certain number. Um, we're trying to get some maturity with the 14s, you know, some kids who are willing to either come in an academic year and, and redshirt that year next year or take a PG year and come in. So we'll get a little maturity out of those kids. Um, and then the transfers, which you can't bank on. So you hope that you get four or five or six transfers that are solid contributors for a couple of years. Um, we'll take a light roster year one. And the light roster year one will help us because we can add to it rather than turn kids over. So light roster year one, between all of those factors, hopefully we're getting into the three or four recruit per, per year until we turn it over that fourth year. And then it'll be big again, but not, you know, 10 to 12. So not often. Well, before we let you go, i got to ask you, with the Olympics coming up, so, I mean, you've been so heavily involved with USA Hockey as a player and a coach over the years, and I, I mean, everybody's talk, talking, of course, about the NHL teams, but for my money, the, the U.S.-Canada battle is really going to be something, especially with the lead-up, the way everything's gone, and, you know, those two teams don't like each other when they get on the ice. Handicap it for me. How do you think it's going to shake out in Sochi? Uh, shootout. No, I, I really, uh, honestly, I I think they're both evenly matched. I mean, all the games have been really tight. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, animosity on the ice between the program, so it's going to be a battle no matter what. But I think in the as end, a former player, is is that real or is it possible? Oh, it's real. It's real. Yeah, there's a lot of real there. Um, I think you know, in the end, I think it's going to be a phenomenal game, and I'm just hoping that Canada and US end up in the gold medal game no matter what. And uh, and I think it's going to be a win no matter what for women's hockey if we both end up in the end. All right, Evan, we appreciate you joining us. It's great, great to finally meet you, and uh, good luck as you continue to build the program. And hopefully, you'll come back and uh, update us from now and then. Absolutely. Thanks so much. All right, Erin Hamlin, the head coach of Merrimack Women's Hockey, has been our guest here in the second intermission. The Warriors trail UMass 2-1. to one. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to live coverage of Merrimack Hockey.